Verk guitars, in my opinion, are one of the most underrated guitar manufacturers in the world. Verk is making serious instruments that sound seriously good. And on today's show, I'll be sharing with you five of my favorite guitars from the fine folks at Ferk. Hey Tech Family, welcome to episode 266 of the Acoustic Tuesday Show. A show packed full of inspiration and fun designed to help you get more fulfillment, progress, and joy from your acoustic guitar journey. Throughout today's episode, I'll be delivering to you some acoustic news you can use, which includes two new books for your holiday wish list, two separate new guitar days, and much, much more. Plus, you're going to see a guitar signal from Knoxville, Tennessee, from one of our very own Acoustic Tuesday viewers. But first, five of my favorite FERC guitars. Yeah, I tried to cram as many Fs as I possibly could in that statement. I guess I could have said five favorite FERCs from five favorite guitars from the fine folks at FERC. That would be a lot of Fs. Anyways, very difficult to do. Before I start this list, two items of business. We are doing a true countdown here, starting at number five, which is a damn good guitar, and working to number one, which is a guitar that knocks my socks off. That's the first order of business. The second order of business is really more of a shout-out to Clara at Ferk Guitars. A huge thank you from me to you, Clara, for always setting me up with guitars, always keeping me in the loop, and always being so darn kind. It's an absolute pleasure to work with you. Okay, that being said, let's dive into the list. First up, coming in at number five, is the Blue OMMM. If you're looking for an affordable, all mahogany guitar that sounds incredible, is understated when it comes to appointments, this is the guitar for you. It's warm, it's well-balanced, and it has everything an all-mahogany guitar needs to have. It's warm and it's well-balanced. <laughs> it's got great cutting power, and ultimately, it's a good Swiss Army knife. You can strum on it, you can finger-pick on it. I personally love finger-picking on it, but that's just me. This guitar is good at a lot of stuff. That being said, let's go ahead and give it a listen. to mention the price of the Blue OMMM. It comes in at right around $1,500, give or take a couple hundred bucks. Now, I will be mentioning prices on today's episode, but make sure to do your research. This episode will become dated at some point. The prices may change in the future. Uh, so again, do your research before you entertain uh, purchasing one of these guitars. Coming in at number four is the Orange Series OMCSR. OM body shape with a cutaway, Sitka spruce top, Indian rosewood back and sides, the tried and true recipe for an awesome articulate guitar that has this wonderful bass response and that, that essentially describes this instrument. On paper, you think it'll sound a certain way, and this guitar delivers big time. This guitar was shipped to me back in 2016, 2017, I can't remember the year, but after spending some time with it, I found out that it caters extremely well to alternate tunings. Because the guitar is so composed, because the guitar is so balanced from the bass strings to the high strings, I thought that 
lower alternate tunings were a perfect match. And I gotta tell you, this guitar delivered, it delivered, it delivered. Let's give it a listen. Yes, I again forgot to mention the price of that guitar. The orange OMCSR comes in at right around $3,000. Uh, which brings me to guitar number three on the countdown. Coming in at number three is the FERC Vintage One OOM SM. And I'm gonna remember the price this time. Uh, this guitar comes in at right around $2,000. And normally I don't associate traditional guitars with the name FERC. This is an exception, the Vintage One OOMSM. A great fingerstyle guitar, a fantastic small-bodied guitar that has this wonderful punch to it. Almost laser-like projection because of the smaller body. And even though it has that kind of singular focus when it comes to protect, uh, pr protection, when it comes to projection, it still offers these wonderfully round notes, these wonderful pillowy notes that are somehow focused. I don't know how they do it. It's kind of magical. I had a chance to play one of these at Heartbreaker Guitars. I actually played the mahogany one. I played a rosewood one and they were both phenomenal. But if I had to pick one, it would be the mahogany one. So with that being said, let's give it a listen. next two guitars, it was really a toss up as to what was gonna come in in the number one spot because they're very, 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 very different. Uh, but coming in at number two, I had to make a choice. Coming in at number two is the Yellow Deluxe Cedar and Rosewood. Again, I believe this uh, model that I have is an OMC uh, C. R, Cedar and Rosewood, yeah. I think I'm getting the naming convention correct. Uh, the, the color refers to the series, uh, think of appointments and things like that. And then the final two letters in the name refer to uh, the Tonewood combination. At least that's what I gather. This guitar comes in at right around 2,600 bucks. This is a guitar that I currently have. This is a guitar that I currently play a lot. And there's something that happens with Cedar and Rosewood. I don't know what it is, Cedar's a softer top wood. It has this, this darker tonal quality. And when matched with the rosewood, wow. I don't, I don't know how best to describe these notes. I'm thinking about it right now. But um, if you've ever kneaded bread dough, it's kind of like the notes sound like that feels. 
I know, it's a bit of a stretch. I get it. Uh, but this guitar, um, again, I was gonna say, I, I use this guitar with a ton of different alternate tunings. And even on the low tunings, you think that wouldn't be a good match for a, a guitar that has darker tonal qualities? Even with lower tunings, this guitar shines. Because not only does it exhibit these wonderful darker tones, it has this, this crystalline quality as well. I feel like these two things shouldn't go together, but this guitar has it. If you ever get a chance to try this instrument, please do, it will knock your socks off. It knocked mine off, and I know for a fact it will knock yours off. It might even knock off your neighbor's socks. I don't know, but I think this guitar is a damn good guitar. So with all that said, you're probably wondering, Tone, quit the yapping, let's hear it. Let's go ahead and hear it. at the number one spot. And coming in at number one is a guitar that maybe you saw coming, maybe you did not. I feel like Dr. Seuss, I'm really rhyming well today. Coming in at number one is the Furk Little Jane, costing around $1,400. And right now you're thinking, $1,400 for a travel guitar? Are you kidding me, Tony? Are you absolutely kidding me? Hear me out. If you travel frequently, whether it's via plane, via car, via bus. I'm talking twice a month, three times a month. If you find yourself traveling frequently, this guitar needs to be in your guitar arsenal. Plain and simple, period. It's easy to travel with, and it sounds really, really good. The neck comes off, the neck slips into the body, and away you go. You put it in a little bag, you're on the plane with your guitar. No worries, zero, none, nada. When you get to your destination, you unfold the guitar, boom, bada bing, bada boom, you're playing and it sounds awesome. Uh, really, this guitar is an engineering feat and uh, I'm, just, I'm just blown away by this instrument, so let's give it a listen. my five favorite FERC guitars, but I do know we have a lot of fine FERC fans that watch the Acoustic Tuesday show. Man, the alliteration is just flowing today. It's flowing. Another F. Man, just crushing it. Um, anyways, if you own a FERC, let me know what you have in the comments below. Furthermore, if you have a favorite model that you absolutely dig that you want your fellow guitar geeks to try out, you can tell me that in the comments as well. And while you're typing that, let me deliver to you your first dose of acoustic news you can use. And Kicking Things Off is a book that I feel should be on your your holiday list, some good reading. I've brought up banjo books in the past, long, long, long ago on the Acoustic Tuesday show. I mentioned the book, 
uh, Half Barbaric Twang. The Half Barbaric Twang. It's a it's a book. I believe it's on University of Illinois Press. I'm, I'm pretty sure. And uh, it just it's it's a it's a history of the banjo. And I got to tell you, the banjo has a wildly surprising history. And this book addresses that as well. The book is entitled uh, Well of Souls, Uncovering the Banjo's Hidden History. It's by Christina Gaddy. And uh, this book comes recommended to me by the folks at Pisca Banjos. Not directly, I just happened to see a post on Instagram that says this book will change your life. Now note, I have not read this book yet. So I am recommending it purely based on topic, purely based on my interest in it, okay? So let's all be interested together. Let's all check it out together. We'll call it the uh, the Acoustic Tuesday Reading Club. Man, that's a good idea. Let's hang on to that together. Um, speaking of that, I mean, if we're, if we're flooding the comments, may as well throw some books in there that you dig as well. Uh, but this one for sure, uh, Well of Souls, Uncovering the Banjo's Hidden History is one that should be on all of our lists because... The banjo, while it is, while it has history as an instrument, it has a ton of cultural history attached to it as well. A history that I think we should all know because it is wild. I mean, I tell you what, it is absolutely wild. Um, so yeah, check out that book. It's by Christina Gaddy. And uh, while you're at it, you can check out that other one I mentioned too, The Half Barbaric Twang. All right. Uh, next up on my list is a, <laughs> it's another Adam Grant post. The guy just, he just has it. He has it nailed. This post comes to you uh, if, you're, if you're struggling with, with reaching a goal, if you're struggling with not just goal setting, but being in the midst of working towards a goal and feeling like maybe you're not getting anywhere. He, he cites two specific examples, two specific scenarios that I think are pretty interesting. So with that being said, here's here's what he wrote. When you're committed to a goal, it's motivating to look ahead at how far you have left to go. Staring at the summit fuels grit. When doubt creeps in, you're better off looking back at how far you've already come. Seeing your progress builds confidence and commitment. And of course, Liz and Molly put in a great illustration with a little dude on steps saying, man, I'm still so far from the top. And then it zooms out and it shows that, holy smokes, this dude has climbed a long, long way to get where he's at currently. Um, just something interesting I thought I wanted to share with you, or rather something inter- something that I thought was interesting that I wanted to share with you. Because I think so often we set goals, we're working towards them, and there's that middle ground where we're still working towards our goal, but frustration creeps in, doubt creeps in. Uh, this, this thought of, gosh, can I do this or not? Should I just bail on this and try a different goal? The answer is no. The answer is to pause And take a moment, look at where you're headed and know that that goal is going to feel so good when you reach it. And also look behind and note how far you have come, how much work you've put in to achieving that goal you're working towards. So something I thought was interesting, I talk about goals a lot. I talk about uh, your guitar routine, your guitar journey, making it a habit and working towards those goals. And I thought that was just a, a nice little puzzle piece we could throw in there. All right, let's take a look at a guitar arsenal now. Yes, we're gonna head to Knoxville, Tennessee and have a look at Wayne Miner's guitar arsenal. Here's what he has. From the bottom left, an Xavier Pro 555 with a Floyd Rose tremolo, a Squire Paranormal Series baritone, Carbonita Telecaster, a PRS SE Mark Holcomb, 
a slick SL57 aged black ash, a Fender Acoustasonic Telecaster, an Ibanez Geo, uh, and then here we are in the second row, a Rogue RM100A, a Cordoba UP100 ukulele. On the, be on the bench sits a beautiful Takamine GJ72CE12, uh, a jumbo cutaway 12 string. And then we have, let's see, what's next? Uh, he's holding his new Martin SC13E Special Road Series, uh, a 2018 Taylor 814 CE Deluxe with V-Class bracing. To his left is a Cordoba Fusion Orchestra CE CD slash IN. And he also, uh, on the wall, we have a double neck kit from Fretwire, a Yamaha SLG 200N Silent Nylon String, an SLG 200S Silent Steel String, an Ibanez Geo Bass Guitar. And he says, I love the Acoustic Tuesday show. Keep up the good work. Longtime viewer and fan. Thanks. Uh, well, thank you, Wayne, for submitting your guitar signal. Sorry for the stumbles. This cold will not let go. The, the cold that I have currently will not let go. It's just in there, it's messing with my brain, and apparently it's messing with my reading skills as well. So uh, apologies for that. Wayne, thank you for submitting your guitar signal. And if you're sitting at home thinking, now's the time. Wayne did it, I can do it. I want you to submit your guitar signal. It's super easy. Follow the links in the description below. You can get your guitar signal shirt from the link in the description below. You can then take a picture amongst all of your guitars with your guitar signal shirt on, much like Wayne did, and then submit it using the link in the description below. It's all there. You don't even have to leave this episode. Just click those links and away you go. You'll be on your way to submitting your guitar signal so I can feature it on a future episode. All right, let's go ahead and uh, take a pause, grab your guitar, let's see what the TAC family is working on today. Every day within Tony's Acoustic Challenge, the TAC family works on one of the five essential categories of guitar improvement. On Mondays, they do a technique challenge. Tuesdays, a guitar lick challenge. Wednesdays, improvisation challenge. Thursdays, a rhythm guitar challenge. Fridays, a chord transition challenge. It is Tuesday, the TAC family is working on a guitar lick, and here it is. Burt Reynolds is the name of your Tuesday Tack Guitar Lick Challenge. Yes, Burt Reynolds. In fact, all of the challenges this week within Tony's Acoustic Challenge are dedicated to impressive mustaches. Yes, you've got Burt Reynolds, you've got uh, Groucho Marx, and you've got... Um, Oh, shoot, I forgot the third one. Attack fam, if you log in, you'll be able to see it. Uh, but yes, this entire week is dedicated to impressive mustaches. And what does that have to do with music? Well, you've got impressive mustaches over here, and I always have thought that it's impressive to bust out banjo techniques on the guitar. And that's the underlying musical theme this week within Tony's Acoustic Challenge. Applying banjo techniques to the acoustic guitar in rhythm, in licks, in improvisation, it's all there. And since today is Tuesday, Guitar Lick Challenge Day, I wanted to show you what the TAC fam was working on. This is the lick, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Now, a couple of things before we get started. First, you'll notice I have finger picks on today because if we're doing banjo techniques, I thought, well, I should wear finger picks to bring out as much banjo out of the guitar as I can. The second thing, this lick is performed in open G tuning. This lick is performed in open G tuning. Yeah, I said that right. I thought I goofed up my words. Uh, so let me quickly go over that tuning with you. You'll drop your low E string to a D. Your A string will go down to a G. Your D string stays the same. 
The G string stays the same. The B string stays the same. The high E goes down to a D. So there you have a nice open G major chord, or rather a G major chord when you strike the open strings. Now, for those of you who wanna learn this lick note for note, just the way that I play it, TACFAM, all you have to do is sign in. It's waiting for you right there on your homepage. Click Start Challenge, you'll go right to the teaching video. Then once you get it under your fingers, you can move on to the play along video. Go ahead and pick a speed that's comfortable for you and make sure to pop open that tab in a separate window. Just click the tab icon in the lower right hand corner and this way you can play exactly what I'm playing. Okay, so this lick, what's it good for? Is this just kind of a party trick? No, it's not just a party trick, although I guess it could qualify as that. But this is a fantastic lick if you're looking to wrap up a phrase, maybe end a, a phrase of a song, maybe a verse of a song or a chorus of a song. What this lick's purpose is, is it brings you back to home base. In this case, the one chord, which in the key of G is a G major. So really from any chord that you're playing, you can perform this lick and it will bring you right back to the top or right back to that one chord. It's a great kind of home base lick and one that I think you'll find a lot of use out of or you'll get a lot of use out of, especially if you find yourself singing with a song and you're wondering, gosh, can I do something at the end of a verse that's a little bit more interesting than simply just changing to the next chord? If you throw this lick in, it's just a nice way to kind of put some punctuation on the end of a verse and then start again. So let me go ahead and show this to you. I'm just gonna finger pick a bit in uh, this open G tuning and I'll go to this lick uh, from a number of chords just so you can kind of hear how it functions and how it always wants to go back to that G chord, that one chord in the key of G. So yeah, this lick really does work well. Again, kind of as a turnaround, as a phrase ender. That could be a vocal phrase, or that could be a phrase that you're actually playing on the guitar. I hope you dig this, and I hope you find exploring within the open G major tuning extremely fun. As I've said in past episodes, you know, open tunings really do a wonderful job of dictating what sounds good and what doesn't. Uh, you can really freely explore, explore open tunings, even if you don't know much about the tuning, just by playing one single string and seeing what sounds good to your ear. Okay, before we get back to the show, I wanna talk a little bit about showing up. Showing up to play guitar. Showing up to play guitar undistracted. Distraction is the number one enemy to all guitar players. So, when you show up to play guitar for your minimum of 10 minutes, do so undistracted. Close all the extra tabs on your browser. Don't have Facebook open and YouTube open and Tony's Acoustic Challenge open or some other learning site. Don't have everything open all at once. Focus your efforts on what you're doing. You don't need that other stuff. It's just a distraction. If you're able to, put your phone in airplane mode or set it outside your guitar room. Get all of your distractions away. Tell the family, hey, I'm going into the guitar den for 10 minutes. After my 10 minutes is up, 
I'll come out, I'll watch a movie with you, etc. Minimize those distractions because your focus is so precious and your focus is the key to your continual progress on your guitar journey. I'm gonna kick off your second dose of acoustic news you can use with another book that should end up on your holiday wish list. One day I was surfing Instagram, I found a post from Groon Guitars and it says, the Hutton Guide to Vintage Martin Guitars has just arrived. And I thought to myself, I thought all the vintage guides of Martin Guitars had, had already been printed. I thought we were done with that. Turns out we weren't. Here's what the post had to say. Here's the description. Uh, the, the book's title specifically is Hutton's Guide to Martin Guitars, 1833 to 1969 by Grieg Hutton. Here's what the description says. The Hutton's guides have arrived. Guitar file and author Grieg Hutton is one of the world's most knowledgeable writers on the history of Martin guitars. His highly anticipated new book, Hutton's Guide to Martin Guitars, 1833 to 1969, includes forwards by George Groom, Joe Spann, and Dick Boak. We have them in stock. There you have it, folks. You heard it here first, maybe second, maybe third. Uh, but uh, check out that book. It looks very interesting. You know, I am a huge fan of the guides to vintage Martin guitars just because, quite simply, I love Martin guitars and it's always fun to know the history because they actually kept really good records. So to have another resource in the pile, pretty awesome stuff. Uh, let's go ahead and check out a new guitar day. This one comes from... Oh, uh, this one comes from Michael Greenfield and Andy McKee. Andy McKee just got a new guitar from Michael Greenfield. It is absolutely gorgeous. I, all of Michael Greenfield's guitars are gorgeous, but this one, I don't know. It just, to me, it just, there's something special about it. It's probably because Andy McKee owns it. It's probably because it's his. Uh, so here's what he has to say about his new guitar. And let's, uh, as you're sitting at home, let's give a silent round of applause to Andy McKee getting a brand new guitar. Uh, here's what he says. Why, yes, indeed, it's new guitar time. Endless thanks to Michael Greenfield for creating works of art in the form of a guitar. He once met with Pat Martino, Martino who told him, oh, I get you, it's all about the love. Indeed, music and art should be all about the love. It's no mystery why we get along so well. Thank you, brother. Okay, step back. Step back. I love seeing stories like this, where the interest of a guitar brings two people together, builder and player, and they become friends with the common bond of this instrument. The builder loves to build it, the player loves to play it, and they're friends. I mean, it's like, it's magic. It's like a Hallmark movie wrapped into, well, I guess not wrapped into one moment. It's wrapped into a lifetime relationship, but I don't know. It's like a Hallmark movie. Again, I got brain fog because I got this cold that won't go away. The whole family has it. Emerson looks like somebody punched him in the face. His eyes are red. He's got boogers streaming down his face. Stuff you don't want to hear, but uh, that's what's on my mind today. It's a real, it's a real free-flowing show today. Um, we got, I got one more new guitar day for you. It'll be our last news nugget. And um, Billy Strings, Billy Strings, most commonly associated with playing a, a dreadnought acoustic guitar. Uh, he has in, in his arsenal now, in his guitar arsenal, a beard round neck. I believe it's a beard Model E round neck equipped with a Lawler pickup. And there is footage of him absolutely shredding on this instrument and you need to hear it. So here it is.
Yes, that really is an acoustic guitar. It's a resonator, but very clearly he's using that Lawler pickup because that thing is screaming. And it actually is a good segue into what's gonna happen next week on the Acoustic Tuesday show. And it actually picks up where last week's Acoustic Tuesday show left off. Last week, we talked about delay, using the delay effect on your acoustic guitar. This week, we see Billy Strings shredding on a resonator, clearly using a pickup, clearly using some effects. Next week on the Acoustic Tuesday show, I'll be talking about reverb and how you can use it on your acoustic guitar and what my favorite reverb pedals are. That's happening next week on the Acoustic Tuesday show. Remember, you can catch Acoustic Tuesday every single Tuesday at 10 a.m. Before I let you go, please do remember this. Your guitar success, however you define it, is directly related to your guitar routine. So please invest the time in developing your guitar routine and make sure to have fun every single day you play. Fun should be your top priority, period. End statement. With that being said, thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. Thank you for being a guitar geek, and I'll see you next Tuesday on the Acoustic Tuesday Show. Cheers, be nice, and play guitar.